This is a podcast. Yeah, it is. Hey, a little switcheroo there. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It usually is. So, I just got back from a trip to Lake Tahoe for the American Century, air quotes, celebrity golf tournament. I thought you were just going to say that you just got in from Abilene. <laughs> and I mean. Indeed. That's from our fourth grade play. <laughs> I'm fairly sure that Alex is the only one who will appreciate that, but as long as she appreciates it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just got in from Abilene, and I mean. Yeah. Who was... That was the Cowboys? Uh-huh. I think I was a minor. Mm. You know, the Cowboys and the minors should be friends. They should. That's what the uh, ladies of the Beautification Society told me. <laughs> the LBS. So we did a play in fourth grade that was a Western... Saga of Dead Dog Gulch. The Saga of Dead Dog Gulch. Which is kind of, like, disturbing. Dead dogs? Like, a gulch is, is, is like, you know, where there are dead dogs? Well. Miss Casa was very cutting edge. She was, yeah. She was into the dark comedy or something. Yes. Anyways, that's what we've been referencing for the yes. last minute for all the non-elementary school friends of ours. If you can imagine us shooting orange plastic cap guns into the air, that's pretty much the extent of the play, I think. Yeah. That was our favorite parts of the play. Yeah, definitely. So, Tahoe. Tahoe. American Century, air quote, celebrity. Celebrity. Yeah. Oh. You know, it, they're definitely celebrities. Yeah. A lot of, most I would say are ex-sports uh, people. Right. But, you know. Those are celebrities, too. Yeah. It's if just, we were it's, playing the game celebrities, you could put true. those people. It's just, it's not like the AT&T Pro-Am with, you know, Clint Eastwood and Bill Murray and... Well, let me ask you this. Would you prefer... Right. And you're just talking about in terms of names. Right. People like Bill Murray. Right. But I think that I would rather go to a celebrity golf tournament than a pro-am. I don't need to see like these... You know, seeing someone hit a great shot, a professional hit a great shot. Eh, okay. Right. I mean, when I play golf with friends or whatever... From time to time, we'll hit great shots. When you play with me. Right, of course. <laughs> Obviously. You see a lot of great you shots. You know, when we have like an 88-yard par three. I have shots of whiskey. I have shots of <laughs> bourbon. Yeah. You will like this. When we went to Teal Bend yesterday and yes. played in 3,000-degree weather, mm-hmm. uh, the cart, the beverage cart girl. Hot? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, she was okay. She, you know, she, right. instantly started, she instantly started flirting with Matt, of course. Uh, so, you know. Um, despite Rose's attempts, obviously, also. Right. Um, but... I love uh, how nothing changes. <laughs> that's great. Uh, anyway, she had, along with the, you know, the cans of Coors Light or whatever, um, she had full bottles of alcohol. Like, you could get shots of Jack Daniels or Patron or, you know, wow. any kind of hard alcohol. Well, any kind, but many kinds but of But would she, alcohol. like, mix you a drink? I don't know. We never did that, but... Wow. But, yeah. So I, I, like, I thought you'd appreciate I that. do appreciate more options than the, the aluminum tasting Coors Light, yeah. the Silver Bullet. Though, at dinner the other night with uh, Alex and Kelly, Alex made a very good case for Coors Light. Really? He Because he ordered one. And I was Is like, it that it kills werewolves? Yeah, exactly. You. The SB. <laughs> uh, he ordered one in the restaurant, and I was like, well, that's kind of an odd choice, because they had like several beers on tap, you know? And he said he likes it when it's really hot, because... Because it's so thin, I guess, like more watery than like a blue moon or something, that when it gets warmer, it it doesn't get worse. When the beer, he likes it when the beer is hot? No, it's not he likes that, but it's not as bad. Really? Like if I'm drinking a blue moon, by the time I get to the bottom, Mm, if it's gotten hot, I don't want it. It's like pudding. Okay. But he said his argument with with the Coors Light is like, it's, it's okay even as it warms up. 
Because because it's thinner, I guess. Hmm. You know how like a, a Coors Light seems like water. Yes. You know? Anyways. Yeah. So that's that's my newfound appreciation. To go to the next level of tangents, uh, I'm I have an under I have a I believe I know where you went to dinner the other night. Okay. Was it in Old Sacramento? It was. I saw that on in Sacramento Magazine, and I assume that's why you went there as well. Is that true? No. Okay. What the the it's the new Sacramento Magazine like best restaurant issue was out, and oh, that did, was like did they review that it? was in there. No, it wasn't a review. It was like the lists, like the top three Mexican restaurants. And top oh, three okay. Restaurants. And that was the that restaurant Wait, 1022 was in there multiple Sacramento times. Sacramento Magazine or Sactown? Sacramento Magazine. Okay, I don't get that one. Okay. I get Sactown. Yeah. Sacramento has two specific magazines <laughs> hey, about it. Town. I know. But anyway, I saw that and I was like, oh, I've never been there. I've never even heard of it. So I was like, oh, I definitely want to go check that out. And then I saw on Gowalla that you guys went. Right. I figured it was sparked by that. No, Apparently it's just, it was something independent. No, it's just I, I've read about it. I've been wanting to try it for a while. and that It's was good? Just, it was very it good. It must be if they serve Coors Light. Mm-hmm. It must be a classy place. Uh, it, it was classy. It was good. I think, I, I think one of the things they were was like one of the best happy hours. Mm, I can see Happy's that. Hour. Happy's hour. I think it's owned by the people that own the firehouse, too. Is it that swank? No. I was wearing oh. shorts. Okay. Um, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Alright, so now we have to scale back several tangents back to what you were originally talking about. <laughs> right. Which was Tahoe. Yes. Yes. So I, it was it was great, I have to say. It is every year. So we, we started going because my dad uh volunteers as a marshal there. Mm. And I don't know why. I mean he did it because some friends were doing it and Really why we do everything, right? I think you get a free lunch and uh, you know, but you don't get to play a free round there or anything? No, not at Edgewood. They played somewhere else up in Tahoe on some day, you know. But mm-hmm. And he's not too, like, starstruck either. That's good. He's very... I imagine that. I mean, unless it was, like, John Wayne or something, I would imagine <laughs> Right. Would, uh... Yeah, unless the Duke went riding by. Yes, posthumously. Um, yeah, so, but he likes it. So, uh, so he gets passes, basically, for volunteering. Like, he gets a couple every day that he just pulls up, and so, you know, we go up and use them. Although, I saw the tickets were, like, 20 bucks. Really? I thought tickets were expensive. Like, oh, these free passes, great. I'm like, eh. You know. Knowing what I know from now having gone to the U.S. Open mm-hmm. and hearing of your experience, and especially the, with the difference in cost, <laughs> like, I, I've determined, especially after seeing your pictures today, too, or some of them, I have to go. Like, I have to go next year. I know yeah, I said I wanted to go. go this year, and it just didn't work out. I think partly because of summer school and being busy and stuff like that, but especially, definitely next year. You, you yeah, can you, mark me down. I'm going. You're marked. And I think if I'm not doing summer school, which, God help me, I won't be, um, I'll probably go maybe like on a Thursday or something, because it'll be less crowded midweek, you know, because everyone's mm, still there, true. but there aren't the same crowds and things like that. I gotta say, even so we went Saturday, usually we go on Sunday on the final round, but we went Saturday this year, and the crowds were not bad. The only time there's a lot of people is there's this par three along the lake, um, and there's some contest too if someone aces it they get a million dollars or something but um people pull their boats up and right. it's just a ton of people everywhere and and, and so like 80 percent of the crowd is there and then it's totally thinned out everywhere else or pretty much now how close do you get I'm like you're along the ropes around the edge of the green or the or the tee box because i really felt like at you know i've seen golf on tv where they're all up close and everything but at the u.s open i never felt like we were that close maybe it's because they were maybe it's because of the way pebble beach is set up 
or mm-hmm. because whenever we were on a hole, they, there weren't people that were way off the fairway. You know, like you mean? if they're in the middle of the if they're in the middle of the fairway, obviously we're not oh, going to be right, right by right, them. Right. You're only going to see them. If but they're if the they're fringe. off in the rough, yeah. then you know. We're no, closer. you you're never you're never like standing behind anyone. You're never like two really? or three people deep at the ropes. No. Oh man. Yeah, it's great. And even like uh, what I noticed this year, it seemed like there were less people, even though they didn't say anything about that on like the news or anything. But um, usually Michael Jordan has a huge following, mm-hmm. and this year like not not that bad. But he's he's kind of an ass, I hear. Is he from my dad? Like he kind of ignores everyone and and isn't. Most of the people there, they'll, they'll sign anything. They'll right. take pictures with you. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. But he's just in it, like, not. to be with the other celebrities and things like that and ignores everyone else, or... I guess. And also, it's very weird. We saw these two little kids, like, maybe seven or eight, running up to him to get an autograph. How do these kids know Michael Jordan? From the shoes? I mean... Okay. Either their dad... Right. Or they work for some, like memorabilia store like some memorabilia store guy like hires them to go and when uh, okay that's true because i saw a thing the other day about uh the baltimore ravens football team is no longer like during i think it's just during the training camp no longer signing autographs for adults they'll only do it for kids really yeah that's a guy so now it's like oh so are these people gonna like you know, pay kids to go run right. up and get these autographs so that they can get them if they're more now now more valuable since they're harder to get. When did Jordan retire? Like the first time, you know, ninety four. Yeah, I was thinking like early nineties, right? Yeah. So, so if a kid is less than you know twelve or whatever, but then he came back and won more. Well, right, but like, I feel like I feel like our when we were kids, that was you know, oh, yeah. Michael Jordan was a, was right. a superstar. So I'm like, oh, these little kids, you know. Right. There's no. no there's no way they've ever seen him play basketball. Right. No way. They've Life. seen him play golf, though. Yeah. And from fairly up close. One of my coworkers, oh, this is hilarious. Uh, she was, we, during summer school, we have these uh, tutors that are in our classrooms. Mm-hmm. Anyway, her tutor says to her, I don't know what he, if he was just like trying to come on to her or what, but he said uh, uh, that he was really impressed with her teaching and that he thought that she was to teaching as Michael Jordan was. Like, watching her teach is like watching Michael Jordan play basketball. <laughs> like, what is he talking about? Wow. Not that she's, you know, she's a great teacher or whatever. But. Is she often jumping in the air and has her tongue hanging out or something? Because I can see that then. I just said, are you sure he didn't say Michael Jordan playing baseball? Because then it kind of would have been back in. Exactly. But, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so... So you are very, you feel like you're very close to these people, and there's lots of interactions. See, that's the thing. It like at the U.S. Open, it's like, oh, you know, it's like we're watching them. Like there's this, you know, glass that's up around everything. Right. You, be, you can't bring a cell phone in. Is that? I'm sure that's not the case there, right? No. It, it used to be there's a sign that said no cell phones, but they didn't check. But mm-hmm. this year, um, it actually the sign said like only point and shoot and cell phone cameras allowed. So I was like, oh, I guess I don't have to, you know. Put it in my back pocket or try right. and hide or whatever. Yeah, right. they just tell you like make sure as it's opposed to like huge flash cameras or like the old cameras that are from the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah, with the with the hood you put on. <laughs> I I guess they meant no like video cameras or although you can totally do that on your iPhone. Well, right, but not like well, right? Yeah. Or uh, I guess no big. I think someone said about the noise, like the big journalist telephoto ones yeah they have the the flash noises and stuff um so who knows 
My concern with being at one of these tournaments, uh, like with someone like Charles Barkley, uh-huh. is the danger. Yeah, factor. don't don't be in front of him <laughs> because you know with the pros you're not. I mean, even at, even at the U.S. Open, I was like, oh, I, I'm in a position where potentially a ball could come flying my way, and maybe right. you know be hard to get out, but at a tournament like that, I think it's much more likely. I saw a few errant shots. There's not a ton. And and there's there's not a lot of people. So it's not like you're trapped in some crowd and you're about to get beaned. I mean, right. it's mainly like, you know, four or five people stand to the side and the ball lands by them or something. There was there was not a lot. There's not a lot of like risk. Although you would think especially with with uh, Barkley, who yesterday was hitting one-handed. And I I think it was something, I don't know, his hips or shoulders, some, there was some reason, you know, some sort like of... Like he had an injury? Yeah, just, you know, I mean, you've seen him walk, right? He's, he's, yeah. He walks like a, a monster from Harry Potter or something, or some big... Scooby-Doo. Ogre, yeah. But, uh, so apparently he has something wrong, but it was amazingly accurate. Straight. Amazingly really? straight. This one-handed I can't shot. imagine you're getting a lot of power. No, I don't know, maybe clubs, I mean, well... When you've got 400 pounds of That's arm true. swinging you, I mean, he's got to get some power, but but it was I was surprised. It blows me away that he can like devote that much time and energy and money towards trying to be good at golf and still be really bad. Does he try to be good? Yeah, there was a whole show on the Golf Channel uh-huh. where he got he had I think Tiger Woods' old like swing coach or something work with him. It was like a reality show where his, Tiger's old coach works with him to try to you know overcome his golf issues wow yeah it's not paying off no it's, <laughs> is that crazy well i think i think he has gotten better because uh i can remember like the first year we went it was just horrible and like you said like you wanted to be behind him when he was hitting because right. and even that wasn't necessarily yeah. off limits but yeah. it was just going to shoot way right or left and that's why i was so amazed with his one-handed swing mm-hmm. i mean the other thing is like i have a crappy swing where i come through at an angle and i would go right a lot um so, and that's with two hands. I feel like it's more steady with two hands. I feel like with one hand, you'd be coming through a Definitely. lot of different, like, Definitely. planes and, and just going all over the place. But psh, he just drills it down the middle. Although, you have to think that maybe because of his size, both in terms of, like, bigness and in height, uh-huh. the golf club is much smaller. So, imagine you not swinging a golf club, but, like, swinging... This pencil? This pencil. Yeah. You'd be able to have a lot more accuracy with it. That's true. It's like what they used to say about Shaq shooting free throws. It was like, imagine trying to shoot a free throw with a tennis ball. Mm. be a lot more difficult. I think. Right. So you, you get a lot closer to the celebrities, and so there's more opportunity for interaction. I, I never uh, seized upon that opportunity. And I don't know why. Well, what would you say? That's, that's, I guess, a lot of it, yeah. I mean, if there was someone... Who, who would be the ideal person for you to have there? Clinton? Shatner? Uh, those both be great. Uh, Dan Quayle's there. We followed we followed John O'Hurley for four or five holes, um, and we've we've done that before. He's like he's really nice, and also just anything he says, really, with mm-hmm. that like Peterman right. dramatic voice is uh, it's just fun to listen to. It's all his wife was also there. His wife's like early thirties, I think, mid thirties. Um, she's pretty good looking. And it's loud. It's like loud. You can hear what they're saying in their conversations and everything. You're or... right there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Rachel actually spoke to his wife. Really, she she was she was telling her that we really liked when we saw him in Spamalot a year ago in San Francisco. Um, and I guess the wife was like, I was I was up against the ropes, and Rachel went over to talk to her, and I guess the wife's like, oh, thanks, you know, thanks for saying that or something. It's nice. Um, but very receptive to it. 
The other one I saw, we were walking down. So uh, Jack Wagner is a uh, soap actor. And John Wagner's uncle. And John Wagner. Really? No. No. Okay. <laughs> and he's won it before the tournament. He won okay. it four or five years ago, I think. Um, so he's, he's a pretty good golfer. So he was there, and apparently he's been dating Heather Locklear, with whom he starred on uh, Melrose Place. Mm-hmm. So we're walking down this one hole where his group's going by, and I see this this girl inside the ropes like walking down with this big like bodyguard looking guy and i was like oh i bet that's heather locklear and then we got you know as we're walking towards her i get a little closer and i was like no no that's too young it's like someone else it was heather locklear really now i or something that used to be heather locklear (laughs) it's it's the plastic mold that was once (laughs) Heather. i thought that was a compliment to say that looks too young to be her Mm -hmm. because it's not it's not that in my head i picture her as betty white it's that you know, T.J. Hooker was on in 1981, and she right. was on that, and right. she was obviously 20 at least. I mean, right. you know, she's... In her 50s. I would think. Yeah. She's been acting for a while, you know. So that's why when I saw her, I was like, no, it's too young. But, so she was with this huge bodyguard guy, and Rachel tried to snap off a picture, and it came out blurry. Um, it looked like Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that's how they look there. So, but there's guys down she's the rope... She's looking great. There's guys down the rope past us... And she's walking by, and she's them, and they're like, hey, Heather, how about a picture? And she's like, yeah, sure. And she walks over, and like I heard her voice, too. That's what, what mm-hmm. cemented it. But And them saying, hey, Heather, to her, yeah. maybe? And I was like, well, why didn't I? You know, not yeah. that I would really like a picture with Heather Locklear, but... Yes, you would. What are you kidding? Yeah, I would, but it's not like... I actually forgot about her being on T.J. Hooker, which I loved as a kid wow. watching. I was like, yeah, she's on Oro's Place, and in like... Dream sequences of Wayne's Do you world. feel that it's that you're not that starstruck, or is it that they're actually people and you still don't like people, or <laughs> interacting with them? Or I don't think it's starstruck. It's just, like you said, I don't know what I would say anyway. Yeah. Like even if it was someone I was a huge fan. I mean, you know, Pierce Brosnan walks out, I'd be like, "Hey, nice, nice putt, 007. You know, I mean, I assume they hear that all the time. Right. Some guy was giving uh, Greg Maddox the tomahawk chop. Mm. Which, also, Greg Maddox, pretty good. Ah, good love golfer. Greg Maddox. And, uh, you know, who else? Carlton did part of his dance. Mm. Saw that. Poor Carlton. But it's like, hey, you know, you're. It, it's got to be great for the celebrities. They get to come to beautiful Lake Tahoe. They right. get to stay there for free and play golf for free. And, you know, they probably get some money to give to charity or something like that. And Yeah. You know, it's good exposure for them and everything. Like, what reason would they possibly have to be upset about it you know? that's true i mean they're only there because they want to be there exactly they're not like forced to be there exactly. I, I can't see anyone's agent being like you've got to do this this right. rink a dink tournament and get right some press, exactly you know? and if it's someone if it's some situation like that where like jeremy piven's like oh, i wish i wasn't fucking here you know like, yeah then that would he's that, just a dick that's what i've heard that's what i hear too all the time <laughs> um but yeah that and, and that's the thing is i would rather sacrifice you know some of those a-list people to have people that are all right jovial and interactive and things like that. Well, and with the A-list people, you get the A-list crowds, too. That's true. And then it'll become more like AT&T or, you know, things in Pebble Well, that Beach. was one of the things I was worried about as well is there was a big article on it in ESPN the magazine like, oh, here's one of the best sporting events or yeah. whatever that you've never heard about. And so maybe it wasn't, maybe it didn't come out early enough yeah, it was for only a couple people weeks ago. to say, oh, I'm going to go to that. But 
I was worried that the crowd would be greater this this year. I was worried about that, that too, but it was not. I would say the crowd was less this year wow. than I've seen in previous years. Um, the only caveat is we went on Saturday and not Sunday, so maybe. But still, Saturday I'm sure is right. But Sunday's I mean, imagine, the final round. Imagine so. being there like on a Thursday. Yeah, it's probably dead. Be great. Yeah. Is it always the same weekend as the British Open? It's always the like third weekend in July. So if that's the same rule for the British Open, then I yes. Don't know. But it's, it's always... Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Would the tournament be better if the celebrities weren't as good? Like if they were all weren't pretty as good bad. at golf? Yeah. Like if, if you had others... So. If you had like Heidi... Heidi you know, Heidi <laughs> and... Uh, just like random people that, you know, are maybe younger and not and more in the pop culture, not... not... No. Well, for me, I, I think... I think uh, I think the retired sports people and like, you know, sort of older celebrities, not, you know, Miley Cyrus and things, mm-hmm. also contributes to keeping the crowds lower yeah. and maybe a little more, you know, tame golf etiquette esque. Yeah. Because um, they're an older breed, like Yeah, I mean there's a lot of like younger people there, especially along the beach, but like I said, we were talking earlier. If I think if you if you just pull your boat up, you don't have to get tickets or something, they just right. pull up because there's a bunch right. of people there. Um so, and that's one of the reasons, like, we don't spend too much time there. We go, we go, we walk past it to see those holes and stuff and, and see the crowd stuff. But the one, the hole my dad, Marshall's at for the last few years has been this par three. Um, so he's assigned the same hole every year? Yeah, he has been. I don't know if they request it or, hmm. or what, but it's this par three. He's like, it's got a lot of shade. It does. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like 188, um, but uphill at the end. Hmm. So... Uh, mo- a lot of the people are short of the green and it like roll back or, or mm-hmm. off and stuff. And there's some hazard down there too. But so it's a good hole. Like we, you know, we watched six or seven groups just go through there when we first got there. Um, Is there seating? There are grandstands around certain holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're always really hot. Yeah. Because they sit out there in the sun and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Did Rachel bring a parasol? She did not bring a parasol. Did she buy a parasol there? No. You know, that's Kylie the other parasol. thing. She brought a Kylie parasol. <laughs> we were looking for the, like, souvenirs, tent, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it. Really? Yeah, that's so odd. I like that, though. I like that it's small, and, I mean, that's that, to me, seems like one of its best qualities. We went into the pro shop, but it was all just Edgewood polos and, and Edgewood things. There was mm. nothing about the tournament. Let me ask you this. Did you have to park a long ways away and take a bus for 45 minutes to get there? <laughs> no. Well, we parked at... Uh, like, park here in Sacramento and then take a bus all the way up there? We parked cause... at Mont, Mont Bleu. Okay. I still call it Caesars, but right. it's not Caesars. Um, and then you just walk down that side street there and in. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So no parking fee either? No parking fee. Wow. And when we were done at the tournament, went, sat, had a drink, played some bit of video poker in the bar. Man. Do you have to book your hotel way in advance? If you stay in a hotel, yes. Well, you did not stay in a hotel, right? You stayed in a cabin. Right? Well, no, actually, uh, we just went out for the day, it turns out. So oh, really? We, you came back yesterday? Yeah, last night. Ah. So we were supposed to go... I was going to say, because I thought, I thought you were coming back today. I was like, man, Jacob's... Jacob's like burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> no. We were supposed to stay uh, in uh, my dad's friend's cabin and go again today. The cabin was having some plumbing issues. Mm. And apparently, like, the toilet, it takes, like, ten minutes 
for a flush. Remember at your old house how like mm, you'd flush the toilet and it would like take forever to be ready for someone else to use? Yeah, right. yeah, it's like, but it, this one's like ten minutes or something. Mm. And and also like the, I don't miss that problem. The, yeah, yeah, the room we were gonna stay in was so there's like two bathrooms. One of them's totally out of commission, and then the the one working one has this, and it was like connected to the room that we were going to be in so like if my dad has to pee at 2 a.m or something he's got to like walk through our room to get there so, and I was seems like, ideal i was like eh, it's not worth it hmm. so and we would have left early today anyway because the traffic coming back you know highway 50 is one lane for like half of it right. and when the tournament's over today at three or whatever everyone's just right. getting out of there so right. but yeah the, the hotel the casinos they're like 300 400 a night for the same shitty Harvey's room that's like right. thirty nine dollars the day before, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's they really gouge you. So maybe the best way to do it is to to rent like a cabin with a group of people or something. Yeah, that'd be good. Or what we did once was we went up and we stayed in like Reno. Mm-hmm. Like we went up Saturday and then stayed How in far Reno. How away is that? Like forty five minutes? Yeah, it's like forty five minutes or an hour. Or so so we just got up there and and. Drove from Reno to Tahoe to go to the tournament. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Tahoe's expensive. It's beautiful, but like but that's what you pay for. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not like if you're. That's you know, why the Corleones had a compound there. You don't necessarily get the the lake view from every room, you know. Well, that's no, true. Despite paying the same price. True. But you you build good memories there, right. you know. Where had your bachelor party? It is where I had my bachelor party. Did, I was trying to remember. Did we stay at the Horizon? A that's cheap the, bastard. Yeah, that's the one yeah. across the street from the golf course, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's going well, out of business. Is it? Yeah. Although I feel like we only were in the room for a couple of hours. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. Okay. Um. So, anyways, bottom line, highly recommended. Excellent. Tahoe. I'm looking forward to it. You because... and you will like it even more because you will know. Right, these people. A lot of the, I mean, the people that weren't Jerry Rice and John Elway, right. I'd see the name and be like, I don't know. There's some guy who was captain of the 1980 hockey team. Michael Ruzioni? Yes. That's a miracle exciting. on ice. Indeed. He was there. Indeed. Dodgers pitcher Rick Roden? See, I don't remember him at all. He's well, he's like, Dodgers definitely like before 1974 my time. or something. Right, exactly. So. But I appreciate it. Yeah. I'd probably root for him, you know. I rooted for John Smoltz. There you go. Most notable for his time with the Red Sox, right? <laughs> Half a season of uh, throwing games for the Red Sox, yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's been informative. I am looking forward to... I, have, I feel like our, our podcasts have been very sporty lately. They have. Some golf, Start some soccer. listening to our Dead Dog Golf yeah. references. So, we'll have to... We better we'll, do we'll a 9 to, or 2-0 oh podcast. We'll have to, we'll have to make sure we'll have, we have some, uh, some less sports... Affiliated ones for our female listeners, of of which I think we have more female than male. Probably, mostly because of the headshots that we put up. I think that's good, though, right? Yeah, I don't want our audience to be a huge sausage, sausage fest. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. All right. Well, uh, sounds good. Hopefully, when that's a podcast becomes big enough, we can be actually the celebrities Ooh. at the golf tournament, and maybe a sponsor. I like that. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that's the podcast. That is a podcast.